Trigger warning. The podcast may be hard for some listeners. If you're a victim of bullying or thinking of suicide, please get help by calling this number, 800-273-8255, or visiting suicidepreventionlifeline.org. You are loved. Hi, this is Angela, and you're listening to the Pumpkin 101 Podcast. School violence erupted again today, suddenly and with a vengeance. Columbine High in Littleton, Colorado, it has been a horror. In 1999, two high school students went on a deadly rampage, and the images seared themselves into the nation's collective memory. One of the worst school shootings ever, 15 dead bodies still being identified. An American nightmare that too many schools know too well. Now, 
Yeah, that's something we gotta discuss too. What you, the ramifications of bullying? Like, if you get bullied <coughs> more and enough, how do you handle it? Well, you can handle it one of two ways. You can either stay strong and pursue what you're doing and believing in what you believe is right and keep doing that, or let it affect you negatively to the point where you either snap and kill somebody or unfortunately there's a lot of people who can't handle it and they commit suicide and it's not right bullying's not right i'm 27 almost 28 years old and i get cyber bullied for christ's sake now i wanted to ask that question too um cyber bullying you obviously that's a, a huge thing now um how do you prevent that because people you just black people or how do you, you do with that you, you can't really prevent it you can't really prevent it but you could try to mute them but you know uh uh cyberbullying to me it's a bunch of uh quick ass people that hide behind a computer that just won't do anything yep keyboard warriors that are, that's what i call them that are trolls Pretty much. So, um, Elizabeth, I want to hear your I want to hear your views on this. Do you think cyber bullies are people who are just bored, or do you think they're insecure? What do you What do you, What's your opinions on this subject? I think that people just have really strong opinions and think that they're always right, and they can't handle if they're not. Um, I actually see it a lot in mom groups. Unfortunately, I'm in a ton of mom groups and nursing groups and things like that. And when people don't agree, they they just become a bully and start calling names and stuff. And I think what we can do, I mean, you can't really stop it, but try to moderate um, and help and get people to understand and have a conversation about things. So you think it's like um, people just need to learn that other communication. people have Yes, exactly. Um, who else is on here? Heidi, do you, what do you think about it? Think about it. I mean, there's, like we said, there's, there's different forms of bullying. I believe that bullying has gotten worse because um, of the cyberbullying. It's like you can't get away from it. I mean, I'm... Well, hello to you, too. <laughs> oh hi, yes Rhonda, how can we help you? So, so, I can okay. shut my phone off and I can ignore, you know, anything that has to do with the internet, but the way that the way that it is now, you know, all of these younger all the younger generation and all of that, they're just tied to that phone and if somebody says something about their hair even it's the end of the world. I think now's generation, the generation Gen Z or cancel culture, whatever you want to call it, I think they're undisciplined little brats. Now, this is a personal opinion. I think they are undisciplined little brats who get away with everything with mommy and daddy and get whatever they want and hand it or whatever they please. And I'm not saying this is all of them. I'm just saying a lot of them are, and they think they can say whatever they want and just get away with it. And that's where they're affecting other people. And they are now a bully because, and I see it a lot on TikTok. I get it a lot in person and on my Facebook. 
Um, people don't see it because I delete the comments and I immediately block the person. But, you know, and it, it sucks for, like, my kids. Yeah, I was bullied in high school. And then from high school, when I was at the Olive Garden, a couple cooks tried to do the same tactic, which I which I managed to turn that around. Am I correct, Walt? Yeah, um, but see, that's the thing. You, you either stand up to bullies or you just accept it. Um, I think I'm going to be playing moderator this time around, so that's cool with you guys. That sounds like a great idea. So, um, Floyd, I know you're here. What do you have to say on the subject of um, cyberbullying? Um, I don't know. I think it's relatively pretty easy. Stay off social networks if that's how you feel and block those people you don't want on. Um, only dealing with the people that you do want to deal with. Pretty simple. It's your computer. <laughs> that's true. And a lot of times, I hate people that. make. People make things a lot harder than they have to be. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of drama. <laughs> okay, speaking of which, I want to get the gear off subject real quick. Um, this is for anyone in general who wants to answer this. What do you feel about the whole ordeal with Pepe Le Pew being, um, being defensive? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I am so over this crap. I have had, like... If you guys could see me right now, my hand is over my head. That is how far I've had enough of this crap. Like, I take all my dating tips from Joy, off of Friends, and Pepe Le Pew. I don't. Can I ask? Oh, my goodness. I, how is it offensive? How is it offensive? What is the... Oh, I, I don't understand. Because, okay, because Pepe Le Pew goes after um, the female cat. Which is not a, you know, that's bestiality, first of all. And second of all, like, he won't accept no for an answer. So they're saying it invokes rape culture. Oh, at least he's only going after one person. Good God. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go right ahead. What's up, Blake? You have two parties. You have um, Democrats and um, Republicans. Um, When did the Democrats become Democrats? Because that's where all this shit comes from, all right? I am not going to stay here and say it's all Democrats. I am a Democrat, and I still think it's freaking ridiculous. Like, yeah. I am not going to sit here I'm, and I'm say that. I'm going to say none of this came about before that. It's not a. It's not. It's not all that though. Like, it, oh my goodness, it's not a party thing. Like, every single person in a party isn't going to sit there and say the same crap. Like. I completely disagree with 90% of the crap that's going on, and I'm definitely not a Republican. I'm definitely Democrat. But it's just gone overboard. Like, the Pepe Le Pew stuff is, like, I understand, but I don't understand. Like, but they can watch Tom and Jerry, and it's okay. And, like, they just came out with that movie, and you can smack people around with frying plans and crap, apparently. But it's okay. And it's okay to, like, play Grand Theft Auto, but, like... And now yeah, they want to cancel Coyote and Roadrunner. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. It just it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Like it's people picking and choosing what they don't like and what they yeah. don't like they decide to say is offensive. Now, how many right. of us have grown up watching Looney Tunes and who of us thought it's like, Oh, Pepper Le Pew is so I'm offended by this. My feelings are hurt because of this. I hate 
<laughs> Nobody. You know why? Because it's an animated cartoon. It's not in reality. It's not reality based. Oh, that's funny. It was cute. I was a little jealous, but that's just because I wanted him to want me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walt. Yeah. Doug, I just want to get back um one second to your bullying thing. Um, I did figure it. I did figure out how to stop bullying. I really did. I have to build a great big fence around the White House and put the troops there. <laughs> Jeez, no kidding. The Republicans have never done that. So, um, I want to. I got a question for everyone. Um, I'm going back to another thing recently. Um, Dr. Seuss and a lot of his books were banned. I heard about that. Sexual. No, I know a couple of the books, yeah. But this I kind of agree with yeah. in a way because it's stereotyping, and I I think that's wrong. I think um, they should have came off the shelf a while ago. Stop being published. They're not banned. People can still gain access to them and see them, but they stopped publishing them, which I think is the right thing to do because now we're not in a place where it's okay to publish things like that. I agree. Fair enough. I don't understand what's going on with the Dr. Seuss thing. I just recently heard about it, so. So basically, there were six books that have very stereotypical um, representations of um, non-white people. Like, there was, um, in one of the books, there was one where they actually, like, I think it's the zoo one or whatever. There's one, like, where they literally they put a person of color on display in a cage or something like that. And then another one, like the, there's another one where they represent like, where people of Asian culture have like, you know, the stereotypes of like the, the big, huge, like straw hat thing and like the clogs on the feet and like they only eat with chopsticks and stuff like that. Um, but and they're always like their facial colors and stuff were yellow. So like it's very very stereotypical stuff, mm-hmm. um, and that's it, it is offensive to people now. Like I I can say this because I went out and did drag, and um, one of the things I did, and I miss, I know now I did wrong, but I didn't at the time. I was um, performing "I'll Make a Man Out of You" for Mulan. Uh huh. And um, I did what they called yellow face, basically, which I didn't even realize I was doing it. I was just trying to make myself look Asian because I was supposed to be performing as an Asian. And it was wrong. Um, I didn't realize I had offended people or anything. And then I got a lot of backlash from it. And I apologized. I was, you know, um, naive to it. I didn't realize what I was doing was wrong. And, you know... You but live, you learn, you grow, you hopefully, you know. There you go. Like, Roy and I are older, and we grew up through a different time period than everyone else. And the generation before us grew through a different time period, where things that were acceptable then aren't acceptable now. They were wrong back then, but people didn't acknowledge them or, um, you know. It's not that they were wrong, it's just that we're better people to deal with it I mean, when you're Mickey Mouse and about everything, I mean, get over yourself. Okay. There's a lot of that shit going on. Okay, I'm going to jump right in. I'm, I'm going to jump right in because I'm a little confused here because you know something? I'm Puerto Rican, I'm black and white. I laugh at every type of stereotype 
that come towards my way. Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He seemed, he laughed at every type of stereotype that went in his way. Yeah. Yep. But would, I, I, I agree with that. But some people aren't mentally strong enough to handle that. Some people can't be stressed off and laugh and it it is bullying and that's what we're here to talk about. And if you've offended someone, then I think you do need to be big enough to apologize. That's a huge thing. People can't apologize now and people can't accept apologies and that's I'm gonna tell you I probably offend everybody on these podcasts, but you know what? I have an opinion, it's mine and that's who I am. So if I can't have my opinion, get over yourself. You've got yours. I, I do have got to, mine. You know? Yeah, I have to say that's something. That's the way it is. Too, because right. I have done my makeup live. I post, a, I post pictures after my live. I post them in the comments. And I've had some people come on there. Your makeup offends me because it doesn't look right. And I'm like. Well, that might be like smoking a cigarette or something for you. That might be something in your life that gives you stability. But people don't understand it. And they say they're offended by it. I mean, don't they have better things to do than focus on you? Exactly. And I'm not going to apologize for the way that I do things in my own life. Perfect if example. It me, then don't pay attention to it. Don't don't watch my lives. Don't look at the after picture. Don't. Perfect example is Donald Trump. Everybody focused on him when they didn't have to because they were he was saying nothing about them. <laughs> well, I think um, something that should be brought open is the line of communication. Like, if I say something that I even don't intentionally mean to offend someone by, but I accidentally do, I think it should be brought to light. It's like, okay, this is wrong because of so-and-so. So, like you said, Rhonda, you live and you learn and you grow because everyone makes mistakes. Everyone says things, or, or uh, just the opposite. They might have strong convictions. People don't understand. This is still a free country. You have the right to say what you want to say, but you Amen. have to take responsibility for your actions. Exactly. And yeah. So, but I understand, Elizabeth, I, I think you had a great point. I think some people have, aren't mentally strong enough to accept certain things. And you're right. People just, like, get into clicks and start bullying people. It's like, oh, this person's different than me. We're going to make fun of them. That's wrong. And I totally agree with that 100%. How many times, how many times, Walt, were you bullied in school and I stood up for you? How many times? Oh, tons. And I, I because you know what, someone, someone went, they went overboard. That wasn't something that was somebody's opinion. That was somebody trying to be a real, you know, jackass. Yeah, and that wasn't about to happen on my watch. So, I mean, I know how to um, focus on bullying. It's called a bat. You want to eat one, you feel freaking worse coming. Because I got nothing against using one. I mean, violence is not the answer, but you know what? It might be for some of the bullies. It might actually bring them back to life. Down the earth. <laughs> now, but what do you think is like, okay, for bullying in general, what do you think is like an underlying cause? Underlying cause would be the parents because I grew up in a household where my parents kicked the shit out of me and they bullied me until I had enough at 16. In, in some cases, I agree. Um, in other cases, I would say that some, a lot of people do bullying to um, promote themselves to other people around them that they're um, funny or um, tough, you know? 
I agree with that. Um, I was bullied pretty hard as a kid um, in elementary school, actually. Um, so my name is Rhonda, obviously. They used to call me Rhonda, cootie girl, said I had rabies. They chased me around the schoolyard and like if I came after them, they'd avoid me type thing. I had like no friends until I was in um, just about high school pretty much, so. Um, yeah, I was called Skinhead, um, Welfare Bum, um, a whole bunch of other names, and then my dad took me out and taught me how to fight. And after people learned that I could fight, they weren't calling me names no more because they were scared. They were scared to open their big mouths. So, so um, Elizabeth, what do you, th what do you think? <laughs> Sorry. I think both of those are right. I think that it comes from parents. I think that parents even unintentionally bully their kids when they're calling them breath or telling them not to be breath or whatever that's teaching them that name calling is okay and that's not you need to have communication that is where I'm at a hundred percent communication communication sit down talk to people have out your differences understand everything do not just use names and physical violence and people need to get it in their heads that there can be different opinions but calling yeah. names and using violence just doesn't solve anything. It's never going to solve anything. But unfortunately, it's probably never going to completely stop because there That's are people right. who think that violence and name calling is the easy way out. And that's just where it's at. And I hate to say it, but I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's going to completely stop because. Hey, Walt. Always, go ahead. Yeah. What's up? Let me say one thing. What happens when we see one country picking on another country? We go in, we go in there, and we do what we got to do militarily, okay, to stop the bullying. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. So therefore, I mean, we stay. We want different. You are listening to Pumpkin One Hundred One Podcast with Walt and Brian. Things in America, but we're the first ones to go and enact violence against people when we don't even have anything to do with that situation, really. Yeah, That's I'm tired of America it. playing world police. I think it's ridiculous. You know? Yeah, really? we play bully all the time. We are the bully, yet we're saying, oh, we don't want this, we don't want that, and then it's, it's right in front of our face. We're, it's here, well, the you know what I mean? saying we don't want this and we don't want that aren't the ones that are sending the troops into foreign countries, into other countries. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to disagree on one one piece there because Joe Biden um, and his crew there speak about they want peace and all this whatnot. They, they just sent um, troops over there. So I'm going to say we did it again. But the thing is, is a lot of times there's a problem that gets invoked and a lot of times the problem is um, easy to fix but instead of fixing the problem it's like boom, just go to war. Not every yeah, well, we flex our muscle quite a bit because we're, we have the ability to do so. And the first person that's going to step out with a tank is going to get flushed. And we know that. So, um, again, it's um, you're three times the size of the guy you're facing, and you know you're going to squish him. So, you know, you say or do what you want to him. So, basically, walk quietly and you carry a, and you carry a, a big, big stick. stick. 
Thanks for that. Right. Okay, Brian is Mr. Smarty Pants. Who came up with that quote? Franklin D. Roosevelt. No. Wow, you were close. No, I'm Teddy sorry. Roosevelt. Teddy, sorry. Very good. Not, not Franklin. Teddy, thank you. There's your history lesson for the day by the Funko 101 podcast. Thank you very much. Sponsor us on Facebook. Speaking of sponsor us and everything else, though, we also have our very own Funko 101 um, Gmail account. If you guys would like to hear it, it is actually under lgood3597 at gmail.com. So, um, Heidi, how do, you, how do you deal with bullies? Well, I used to ignore it. Um, that used to be the way to go, really, honestly, was to kind of ignore it, not let them bother you. I mean, you can stand up for yourself and tell them to stop or whatever, but now it's, now that my kids are grown and they, they were also bullied, and I just, I have no tolerance for it. So if I see somebody out on the street bullying somebody else or talking down to somebody or whatever. I'm the first person to step in. I don't well, I don't know who they are, but I'll step in. I don't care. Yeah, but I you, agree. But, but you got to think, Heidi, you're actually helping out because, like, when you go up to someone and punch them and knock their teeth down their throat, that's top of the dentist's office. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I'm obviously just joking about that. So we lost Liz. I was, I was thinking more about Oh, we lost Liz? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she did say she was going to be busy on and off, so at least she had to go. Yeah, I'm going to be leaving anyway. i got to go to an appointment, but I just want to jump on for a minute and say hi. Hello. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, brother. So no, my thing is, with bullying, okay, I, I was bullied you. all through school, I, right? So you would think that when you grew up, the bullying would stop. And people would just grow up. Doesn't always work that way. But then they have kids. And then they teach their kids how to bully. And be I the bully. I think you got a good point right there because it's a generational thing. Right. And it may be because, you know, they had a rough childhood and that's why they, they're a bully. It's because that's what they're taught at home. But then they teach their kids that. And then for my kids, you know, they're going to get bullied in school. And that makes me not want to put them in school and just homeschool them so they don't get bullied, especially Ryan, because he is autistic with ADHD, so he is different. He is special, but because of my generation's children being raised probably the same way they were and going to be a bully, we shouldn't have to – We I feel like we should be teaching – my generation should be teaching our kids who are possibly going to get bullied to defend themselves. My four-year-old will be bullied playing around by my husband, and he has no problem punching his dad right in the face, or <laughs> right in the balls for that matter. What you know, that brings but, about, go ahead, sorry, I'm sorry. But for, for me, I'm almost 20 in two weeks i'll be 28 years old and i still haven't stopped getting bullied since i was in kinder but i think who what Rhonda was it you that mentioned or was it elizabeth that mentioned communication elizabeth that was liz yeah yeah 
Oh, she came back in again. Oh, that, wow, that's funny. Yeah. Elizabeth, I, I just I just literally mentioned you and you came back in. That's awesome. My phone died and I have two sleeping babies on me, so I was trying to grab my laptop without waking them. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, what you said, what you mentioned earlier is a good point. Like, a lot of times communication is the main thing because people who don't intentionally mean, mean to be rude, it's like, let's, you talk to them, it's like, <clears throat> have this open, honest communication. So, um, but when does, but what if that doesn't work? If that doesn't work, then I say punch him in the face and call it done. Fight or flight. Throat punch him right in the face, right, right in the throat, punch him in the face. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm not aggressive. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm not. Huge differences now versus back way back when I was little, which I'm not going to mention, it's a long time ago, there was accountability. And if you said something to somebody, there would be a teacher that heard it, or, you know, because your your main source of communication was face-to-face. It was very personal communication, um, and we were taught that way. Now, everybody hides behind texting, social media, they bully that way. And I've noticed, you know, there, there really isn't much accountability for that. Like, that, that's a behavior that continues because it's, it's allowed. I mean, who's going to take a phone away from a kid when it keeps them quiet? So that, you know what I mean? The parents get to go do whatever they want because now there's this device that they can just sit in front of and play on all day. You know, and that's a really good point, too, because... When you're communicating with someone face to face, it's a lot different than on say on your phone because you, you're not dealing with the person's emotional, um, you know, their facial expressions and all that. So yeah, you got a great point. Yeah, it's difficult through um, texting. A lot of people misconstrue what people are saying through text because you don't see or hear the um, the emotional behind it like you can you can end up looking and feeling like you did something completely wrong or they think you did something completely wrong and then like unless you explain yourself ahead of time and be like listen it's just a joke whatever but even then like it could still be offensive or what have you well so. a lot of times you mean you mean well like joking wise but a lot of people will take it offensively i've done that myself where you try to joke around and be fun but some people take it like hurtful and you don't mean to. Does that make sense? It, it does. I mean, okay. so, like, part of the problem is that even though, even the people who are trying to necessarily, like, not all people, obviously, but, like, a lot of parents, even when they're trying to teach their kids right from wrong and everything when it comes to the bullying and whatnot, they're not doing the same thing because kids learn from what they see and hear. And, like, well, you look at you work at Walmart with us. Come on now. Um, how many of those adults do you hear and or see picking on people that are different in some way or another? Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of guilty of that myself, unfortunately, because I get frustrated. I don't bully them, but I get frustrated when I see people walking in and using motor using the motorized carts and not needing it. That just drives me nuts. Oh, I'm not even, like, I'm, I'm talking about even, say, like, our associates to other associates, like, yeah. 
Um, like, I know there's at least a handful. As a former CSM, I know for a fact there are people that most people didn't like, and they were treated differently and what have you. And it bugged me. I'm like, you know, and that's one of the reasons that even though it, I'm not super fond of said people myself, I still went out of my way to try and befriend them and whatnot because I know how it is. And it sucks. It I really sucks it. and it hurts because they're good people for the most part. They can be annoying, sure. I can be annoying, though, too. So. But that makes sense because you got to try to – I think that's the thing. you got to try to um, – uplift people, like be positive, like motivate people. That's what I like to try to do. You ever notice, like I always say, like you're the best that you are, but I always try to say that to like boost people's spirits. Yes. It's real easy in that environment to just be depressed and... Oh, it's a very depressing environment. I think at least you, me, and Liz can definitely agree on that since we work in or work for the company, so... Oh, I used to work for Walmart until I quit. You are lucky you saved yourself, sir. I worked at Walmart in 2008, the one off of Bridge Street in Syracuse. I'm sorry. Me too. But <laughs> 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 I can't even say it's Walmart in general. It's any place of employment. You're going to have some people who are just rude and disrespectful and other people who are just great. And, and that's my point, though. Like, they're the adults, and I guarantee a lot of those people have children of their own. So if they're sitting there and mocking or putting down other people, like, at their workplace or what have you, how is it – how are their kids going to learn? Like, that's not going to work. Like, the kids see it's okay to do it because mom and dad are doing it, so okay. Yeah, I agree, but that's how they were brought up. But it's difficult to learn – how to adapt the older you get. You know, you've heard the old saying, can't you no dog do tricks? That's because you're set in your ways and it's tough to change the way you think about items. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. You know, um, I'll, can I change the subject real quick? Because I, I had something I wanted to talk about. What's up? Um, recently, we did an episode about um, different genders. Okay. And... I, w I just wanted to talk about this because I learned something recently. At, obviously, you guys know I work in a halfway house. We had a guy who was transitioning to a woman. And I was honest with this person. I said, look, I'm a lot older. This is a new experience for me. I'm uncomfortable with it because I'm not accustomed to it because it's new. So I said, please give me time to adapt, to accept it. And I think that's what a lot of people need to do. Instead of just brushing certain new things off, like, oh, this is wrong. No, learn about it a little bit. And what did that person say to you? They, oh, they, they respected it. They respected it. They said, okay, let's talk. So we had a long talk, and it was great. You know, like with all these new different genders that about, I'm not disrespecting that at all. I'm just not accustomed to it. I'm, take, I'm trying to learn about it. No, I agree with you on that extent. I went and, like, I jumped into the drag community. Um, I, I, I'm in the drag community, and, like, I didn't understand any of these other, like, I okay, so I understood there was bisexual and straight and gay. Okay, that, that, that's been around for, like, ever or whatever. But then there were all these other new terminology coming at me because I had 
um, trans folks that were um, my friends and or performers and what have you, and I didn't understand. And not, I mean, I understood the, the technicality or whatever, but like there's there's trans, transgender that isn't like, they haven't gone into any of the different um, therapies and stuff like that. And then there's people who have gone through the full therapies and whatnot. And then there's also people like that identify as like, like I have someone I know very close to me that um, doesn't really identify as male or female. They just kind of, you know, they're, they're, they call themselves gender fluid. So. Now see, but that gets confusing for me because when we did the research for different genders, it was like, wow, there's a lot. I was like, yeah, four of them. And I was like, holy cow. Yeah, it, it, it can be confusing. I'm not going to lie. I, I, it does, it definitely takes some adjusting because, like, um, I mean, like I said, I, I grew, I, I'm part of the drag community. So, like, it's prevalent. It's very prevalent there. Um, but when I started, I was very naive to a lot of the differences and everything. And, like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was, like, demi-fluid or something. I was like, what? What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Explain. It's like, what? I'm a what? Yeah, That's a little bit awkward. Are you familiar with any of this, these topics or subjects? Or? Mm. Nope. 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 Give me a chance to breathe. No, we need nope. 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 So, well, um, like I, I said, go ahead. I'm prevalent in that community, so like I I learned a lot in the past like three or four years when I've gotten into all that. So now I want to get back on the Walmart thing real quick. Um, I noticed like with a lot of customers, and I'm not saying all, a lot of them feel entitled. And they feel because they're the customer, they have a right to yell and scream at the associate. To be an asshole. Well, listen, yes. if I'm not wearing my pajamas, I am clean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I get it though. It's easy to get frustrated, but. I never understood that, why you would just, like, yell. If, if you have a legitimate problem, talk, say, hey, look, here's what happened. Can you fix it? I think it's because legitimately a lot of customers think that people who work in retail, even management-level people, are inferior. I mean, I think they think they have more intelligence than a retail worker and they're entitled to more I don't know I don't know what they're entitled to more of but they think they're entitled because so they look down on people yeah yeah that's what I'm trying to say oh, well, here's what I find funny okay millions okay. and millions of people alright they all shop at Walmart okay but yet for some other reason no you know for some other reason you know they think them being at Walmart is the worst place to be, so they must somehow dictate their aggression and anger on the people who work there. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because I've heard like people come in and we have none of the motorized carts and they go, well, they have motorized carts at Wegmans. I'm like, okay, then go to Wegmans. Why are you yelling at, you know? So, it's little things stupid. like that. Damn, Mark, carts always causing problems. It's just stupid, you know? It really is. The world is 
just literally full of people who are not happy with their lives, not happy with anything, and they just puke all of that negativity out. And the second they see somebody, they're going to just try to try to project all that negativity towards somebody else to try to deflect, you know, deflect their own inner demons. I think that's really what the issue is. Misery loves company. Yep, that's where a lot of the bullying comes from, too. Like, they just, you know, they don't feel comfortable enough with themselves, so they got to pick on somebody else, I guess, and... It I seems like to that. Be you brought it around full circle like that. I like that. That's how females do it. <laughs> oh, don't just blame it on females. Like, I've seen it just as bad with the guys, too. It's pretty bad. But. I resent that. I'm not that bad. I have my moments. <laughs> well, you're not the only male. I'm not even talking about just on the call. Like, just in general, like, there are a lot of guys that'll sit there and feel inferior, so they got to sit there and pick on everybody else. To make them feel better, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a security issue. You're right. But, you know, I some of the things I do now, I'm thinking about it, might be me being a bully. I don't know. Because I like to pick on everybody on the same level, you know, just to be ha-ha fun. I always consider myself as a opportunist asshole. Now, as, I mean, with as, some as, people, that's how you know they like you, but... Yeah, like with me, I don't... <laughs> this was actually exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> See, my thing is, you know, I, I feel like you should know who you're talking to. And, like, the way me and my husband communicate, we pick on each other all the time, and, yeah, a lot of people look at us. I mean, we could be sitting in the middle of Walmart together doing grocery shopping, <coughs> Or it's not, 
and he actually got reported while I was working there for sexual harassment against me. And I'm like, no, no, that's not the case at all. I mean, if you're going to pursue it, then I'm not falling for it because it wasn't sexual harassment to me. I mean, if they got offended, then they need to get the panties out of their apples because, like, <laughs> I just heard someone say no. You can't joke around like that in EMS when you don't belong there. You're too sensitive and you're not going to make it. But I think there's a fine line of how how to handle things like that. Because sometimes, like I'll, like I'll say, you know, Emily, I'll go like, looking good. And you know what I know. You know, that's our catchphrase and blah, blah, blah. But other people, I just hear someone else would say that. It's like, oh, well, they're both married. Why are they saying it? It's like, no. You know, you got what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The first time you posted that on one of my pictures, Dave was like, who the f- is that creep? And I'm like, uh, not a creep. I mean, he probably could be, but he's not a creep. <laughs> I was like, it's the guy I do the podcast with. Don't, like, it's fine. He goes, oh, okay. I just didn't yeah. want to get all macho and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do it yet. Oh, I'm harmless. He's so bad. But that's like, exactly my point. He, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, he, he got offensive really quickly but once he was explained that listen that's just you know his thing like uh, he's harmless he's he lives an hour and a half away from us like he's not going to drive an hour and a half to come do anything one he's married to that's a freaking hour and a half away and i wouldn't do anything like that anyways because but that's my point it's a respect thing for a lot of people right if you don't know someone you just automatically think it's like what like I said, it's personalities, it's ways to see people in general. I feel like that's how you say it, too. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That's, I definitely agree with that. It's the way you present yourself. Like a Brian, like Brian about how you doing? How you and if you didn't know Brian, you'd be like, well, who the hell is this guy? You know? <laughs> Calling the I would just say you're Joey from My name friend, is Fernando. So. That's my point, no, but other people would. Yeah, I, so. I really feel like it's a lot of how you say things rather than exactly what you say. You could you could say something and say it aggressively, or okay. like I, I could look at Walt and be like, "You're an asshole," and then you'd be like, "Oh shit, what did I do to piss her off?" But then I can be like, "Yeah, you're an asshole." No, actually. Actually, I've been like, okay, you're the 30th person to call me that today. So. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, I, it's like how you say it. To be Brian, are you playing those people? I'm playing Macho Man because of Emily's <laughs> husband. God. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I think that'd be funny. Oh, man. That's awesome. I have a sense of humor. But now, I, I don't want to get too personal, but have any of you felt sexually harassed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, how did, how did you handle that? I married the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. I wish. Um, in my case, I, I, I just bend over and just spread it open. I'm um, kidding. Um, no. <laughs> Most of the time, I just brush it off. There was one time, though, that someone walked up behind me in a parking lot when it was dark and said, pretty girls shouldn't be walking in the dark alone. And that, I reported because that, that's pretty. 
I would have been yeah, freaked out. That. That's no bueno. Yeah. Yes, that's a definite thing. I I knew a guy at Walmart who was obsessed with this woman that worked there. And every time she would walk through her vehicle, she'd be like, oh, can I walk you out? And it's just, you could just tell it was a tense situation and it was really awkward. And it's like, he got reported because, you know, you can't be doing that. So it's just really uncomfortable. Oh, at Walmart, I got sexually harassed all the time. When I worked at the Walmart and at the Walmart. Really? By yep. customers or associates? Both. Really? They're probably yep. both. Probably both. Because My customers yeah. and associates, there was this one guy that worked there. He, he was a freak. He's no longer there. But he was a freak. He freaked me out, and I reported it. And he ended up getting fired. I don't remember his name because, well, that's part of my job, but I don't want to remember. And then... um. A lot of the older customers that would come in, I was a cashier, and they would just get creepy. Like, can I have a hug? No. My bubble? Your bubble. My right. exactly. bubble, your bubble. Our bubbles do not intermine. Ever. <laughs> I I remember being 19 and being so naive when I first started as a cashier and the older guys would be flirting with me and say things that were just so inappropriate, but I I had no idea until a couple of years later and I'm like, wow, that was really not okay. Yeah, I mean, I've had, not to put all of my business out there, but I had a job where sexual harassment was just a part of the job. It sucked. But, you know, having a guy, drunk guy, grab your ass, well, at least, okay, give me my tip now. What well, were yeah, you, a hooker? What were you, a hooter's waitress? I was a stripper. Okay, that answers all my other questions. <laughs> but, see, I think that's horrible because that can really traumatize someone. Yep. So, um... Well, just like I've had, it's like I'm married. I've been happily married for a long time, and I've had like women will say stuff like, and it's like, uh, I feel awkward. It's like, okay, what do I say? How do I approach this? And I don't want to insult them, but I want to let them know it's like, look, I'm happily taken. <laughs> so it hasn't happened a lot. I'm not like exactly Tom Selleck or nothing like that, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing here because. I know me because I'd be looking at him like, how you doing? My name is Ted Lasso. More like Will Ferrell. Will <laughs> Ferrell. Nice. <laughs> He's Frankenstein. Like if Will Ferrell and Frankenstein made it, that would be Will I was thinking if Uncle Fester and Lurch, you know, you know what I mean, wait, had wait, a love wait. child. Why you said that, Brian? That's how my cousin introduced Lori to me. Lori, my wife's name is Lori, she goes, what, how does he look like? And she goes, well, between a combination of uh, Fester and Lurch. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so either she has, like, an obtained, obtained uh, fetish for the Adams family, or I don't know. It's so, funny. But, um, we're going to wrap this up, but i got a question for everyone. What would be a good future topic you think we could discuss on future episodes? Masturbation. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Out there, aren't we? okay. It's a good topic. No. You 
We all got quiet on that one. Thoughts for words about it. <laughs> okay, but yeah. <laughs> I have one thing to say before I hang this up because every time we get off the podcast, I get a message from Walt. Why didn't you promote yourself? Guys, I am $34 away from hitting my next percentage in my company. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry, Emily. I don't see that. So now I'm promoting myself. <laughs> okay. What is your business? I work with pharmacy. It's a skincare, well, it's a cosmetic um, company. And I also run my own business for you consultation with skincare consultation. And um, I just worked in my back office because I work while I do the podcast. And I'm $34 away from hitting my next percentage. Yay! And, I can't um, wait to do that myself. I'm doing my own business as well. I just did, I just started, though. And it's tough to get started. Who are you with? Um, I'm with...
Don't you bring me down mm, today?